Happy Friday! I know right away you, you, you can probably tell that I'm missing Arlene. Darlene hasn't left. She's uh, on a little bit of a hiatus. She's finishing up actually some school. But we both want to say thank you for one, supporting, two, for listening. We know that we have been gone for a while since the, le- since the first two episodes. And just real quick, shout out to the guys that came down to record what would have been the third and fourth episode of our podcast. But took a bit of a break, a little pause for the cause. I had to finish up my last semester at Swedish Institute Massage Therapy Program, and I did. That was in May, graduated. Congratulations to all the graduates, everybody in my class, nursing program, um, MBC program, personal training program, surge tech program, medical assistant program, everybody that graduated. Congratulations to all y'all. I did want to um, pick, pick back up and... For the record, Darlene will be coming in and out as she's also finishing up her uh, last few semest- last semester at Swedish. So you'll hear her voice every now and then. I miss her already. I miss her already. But we're going to get through it. And um, say thank you to y'all. And to uh, establish really what the podcast is about, our first uh, two episodes, for those that have already tuned in, we're really kind of like on a fly type of thing you know we were we kept having all these discussions in the lounge um at school and every now and then people would come up and to to Darlene and I and to you know wait you guys are having such intriguing conversations you know this would be great it'd be great to listen to you guys on a podcast and so after probably a year really of just getting that kind of feedback from various people at school um, and having various discussions with other people at school about starting a podcast, I just think it was the earth sign spirit in Darlene to be like, yo, let's just record it, boom. So our first episode with the Deshaun was very raw in that sense because we, um, it literally was a conversation that we started to have and we just pressed record on it. So if anything, hopefully that speaks to the fact that when you have an idea, sometimes you can sit on it too long. Uh, she just pressed record. And, and and we started, and so here we are. This is the third episode. Whose podcast is this? And again, thank you for listening. Thank you for coming and supporting. Um, this will probably be the, the the only podcast with some music in between, just as I continue to tweak the format of how I want to go about this, um, being that my other lovely voice is not going to be sitting with me so often. But I do want to say that... Um, there will be guests, as we had before, and we will be discussing kind of everything under the sun, um, starting mainly with what our objective was, and that's just wellness. And, you know, the first two episodes were about relationships because relationships are very important to our overall wellness. The fact that we got into sex in, those, in a lot of those episodes and in, uh, in our exes and things like that um, is also a part of wellness, you know, because... How we approach our relationships um, and how we approach the idea of intimacy has starts with how well our mind is and how well we feel about ourselves. So that's just to clarify a little bit or to bring some, you know, bring it full circle for anyone that, that, that wanted to get a better understanding of like 
why those were the two first episodes. They were on the fly, and they kind of just started from a conversation, and we just pressed record on it. So um, a lot of that was sort of caught in the middle of thoughts. But nonetheless, wanted to share it, wanted to have people speak their mind and give some insight to their perspective on things. And we're here again, and I'm just going to go right into it. For me, my experience at Swedish Institute and sitting in... uh, taking the massage therapy program. First and foremost, it was a a suggestion through my mom that I even pursue massage. This massage therapy is my second career. My first career is is entertainment, sports entertainment to be exact. Um, I'm a theater kid. I grew up in New York City, of course, going to theaters and auditions and acting and all types of things and eventually grew my career to a point where um, I was behind the scenes and behind the camera um, as per suggestion, ironically, through my mom's uh, stepfather's uh, business partner, who actually happened to be uh, Michael Jordan's third cousin, (laughs) for what it's worth. And I remember after one of the the meetings in my home, she came up to me and she she saw me looking into the backstage magazine. She's like, "Uh uh-uh, we need more of us back, back, you know, back behind the scenes. And so being a huge fan of Spike Lee and growing up watching his films, um, I, I, that was a very easy transition for me to go from trying to be an actress to um, going behind the scenes and learning the business and uh, eventually going on to producing things. Some things you may know, some things you don't know, because a lot of stuff I've done has been independent, um, or they've been commercials or music videos, and those are not some things that producers particularly get credit for. So, um, you know, long story short, just where I was at the time in my career, I was actually working in sports and working with a client that um, uh, gratefully went the way that was meant for him. Um, and it, I'll, and I, I'm going to speak to that experience from the perspective of wellness. Um, so it all ties in. And so while I was sitting in massage my first semester, I was trying to figure out, like, how do I get this information to people? And the first class, that was A&P. And for those that don't know, that's anatomy and physiology. And the thing that really bothered me, I think, was the fact that I didn't know certain things about my own body just sitting in class. Like, I didn't know that there was 206 bones in the body. And the cool experience at Swedish is every semester gives you a different perspective if you're in awareness about your own life and about the world around you. And so I'm forever grateful to the Swedish Institute and their um, their um, their wisdom, their their 104-year experience with teaching massage, all the instructors, I can name them all. I could, I would, I have no problem. They're all wonderful people. Um, but at the same time, how do you get science to people in a cool way? And how do you start the dialogue about wellness and about wanting people to get more in tuned first to their body before they can consider being massaged? Because there are levels to being massaged and a lot of people don't feel comfortable with being touched and that's another great thing about Swedish. Um, learned a lot about uh, professional development and how to deal with uh, clients' traumas, your own traumas, things like this. So very grateful for my mom's suggestion and um, this platform to be able to express to people some of the things that we've all learned 
at, at during this process of uh, massage therapy school and uh, the different modalities of massage, wellness plays a big part in that. And so, so we're going to get into some music real quick. I'm going to come back. I'm going to get into that story about my client that led me to massage therapy. And then we can continue talking about wellness. And we're back. Hope you like that tune. That's one of my personal faves. Um, so, yeah. So how how did I get to uh, massage? How do I change? How do you go from sports to entertainment? And I've been doing this since I was 13. How do you get from that to to um, massaging people? Wow. Like, it seems like such a huge uh, difference. And it's not. I've always uh, been someone that likes to help people. It's something that I've seen my family do. Both sides of my family um, are um, people who like to help people. So that's something that's very innate to me. And I'm, I'm proud to come from both sides of family because there's a lot of really great, smart people. And um, helping is something that you do without saying. So sometimes I've found myself just naturally doing things. Um, so the client that I had, so huge, huge guy. He was a big deal at the time. And I, I, I do want to go into this story, but not from the way some New Yorkers uh, might know it. And for the sake of just the vibration of, of new energy, I'm not going to go into any names. If you can figure out who I'm talking about, then that's great. But this is not for the purpose of name dropping. I embarked on a, on a coming... I embarked on a... Um, an, an adventure. Uh, like I said, I like to help people. And so I was introduced through general counsel for a company that I worked with to um, a basketball coach in the city. And legendary guy, big deal. Immediately when I met him, though, I was very intrigued. So what I did was I started uh, recording him. And I, uh, I actually, actually what it started was I started following him everywhere and just trying to get an idea of who he was because I felt like he his story should be told and so initially he was like what the hell like he's never had anyone around him like that so he was he's very taken back but i appreciate him for opening the door to me and with that said we 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 later ended up developing a tv show and won't go into that um now but in the vein of keeping with the story he's a big deal so he um, which means he gets players who are a big deal. Long story short, I was actually in the midst of leaving this leaving his program because of personal things. And I expressed that to one of the parents because a lot of the parents were very trusting. Um, and to be really honest, I'm a black woman. He's a white man. And uh, the at the time. I was needed because there's a there's a disconnect sometimes community wise um and at the end of the day it's easier to have a black woman on your staff if you're going to deal with single black mothers because if you don't have an understanding about sing, single black mothers and what they have to go through um then you should have someone on your team so i would say that he's brilliant in that sense because he, he definitely had the right kind of people around him and around his players so with that said because i built a relationship with a lot of the parents i i wanted to, to one of the particular parents, I wanted to express to them that I would be leaving. Had I known that <clears throat> my decision to leave at the time 
was a wellness decision. Um, I just I just felt like I needed to get out of the way. Um, in retrospect, it was a wellness decision. Um, the parent <clears throat> did not want me to leave. And so I told them, well, then how is this going to work? Because I not, I don't I don't feel comfortable being in this environment anymore. It's not good for my well-being. And so um, the parent made a decision to transfer their child. That started a whole shitstorm in New York City and um, rumors and all types of weird stuff. But that's kind of what people do when they don't know the backstory to things. Long story short, um, throughout this young man's journey uh, with the sport that he chose, there are a lot of things that come with it that a lot of people don't understand. My, and my thing has always been, and to this day it's that way, is you need to only do what you love to do. It doesn't really matter what other people think you should be doing because you're 6'10". It doesn't matter what other people think you should be doing because they wish they had your ability. You know, part of wellness is part of understanding what is best to do for yourself. And if anybody really is so so in the sports world, it's not really it's not. First of all, I'm considered a handler. Second of all, it's not a handler's job. It wouldn't be to tell a player of his status to make sure that his mental health is in, in check and that he really feels like this is for him. The, the idea is to push him through so that everyone can get paid. Um, but a lot of people don't understand, and this would go back to, like, massage and self-care. A lot of people don't understand that, like, being able to tell someone that they have the freedom to do what they want, they don't have to be tied to something, will bring the, the, the ultimate result. And so if this young man's true passion was to play the sport, he still would be playing the sport. You know, I don't think a lot of people understand that just because, again, you're 6'10 or 6'8 or whatever, and someone needs you on their team doesn't mean you actually like playing the game, you know. Um, but with all due respect, <clears throat> it's a business. And so <clears throat> you still have to do what makes sense to get the person to where they need to be. And we did everything the right way. And when the time came to get drafted and things like this, he, he declined. He declined. He didn't want to be a part of it. And um, because I'm not name dropping, I'm going to say that part of his part of reason why he declined it had to do with wellness, well-being and mental health. So another thing that a lot of people don't understand is that it's a burden sometimes to be someone who might come into a lot of money for the rest of your, you know, and which would mean that that would change the dynamics of your family. And so um, a very, very smart young man, and I've never underestimated his intelligence, very intuitive young man, he, he flat out told me there were situations why he didn't want to go further into this. And I just encouraged him, and God bless him, he's doing his thing. I never thought he would not do his thing. If anything, I was always encouraging of him to, to really follow his heart. Um, a handler would choose your school. I didn't choose his school. He chose his own school. So there were a lot of things that were done that I feel great moving forward with, and um, that's all about wellness. So in the interim of that, how do I really get to massage? And so here we go. I, at, at some point, knew through our journey, because he had terrible work ethic, 
because it wasn't his passion. You have to love to do something. You like Michael Jordan loves. Actually, I don't even know how to use Michael Jordan because his dad pushed him. Um, but most athletes at a at at a very if you if you're able to push them really well, they'll click into it and they'll you know they'll embrace it as well. But um, if it's not your passion, no matter what it is, you're really not going to really work so hard t- towards it. So. Needless to say, there was a there was a moment where it wasn't clicking, where I could see, and a couple of people on our team could see, and the p- people around us who were closer to the to our circle could see that this may not actually pan the way most people think. Um, again, I'm a part of the inner circle, so I understand exactly what, what's what's going on. Um, a lot of times, when you're even dealing with high profile players in in the situations, you got to keep a lot to yourself anyway because. There's too many people that are trying to, like, prematurely be a part of something. You got to wait to everything materializes before you can really just say, okay, yeah, um, I'm going to jump on this bandwagon because I think this kid's going to be something. So with that said, you know, um, the young man wasn't living up to what I think his mom's perception of things should be. And so and it was confirmation when my mom suggested for me to go into massage therapy school, along with a bunch of other small signs that I was getting after she had made that suggestion, that massage was going to be the place to be. And so I actually enrolled into school while he was still training to enter the draft. Um, So I was preparing myself for whatever outcome, because best worst case scenario, um, Ms. Hargrove is always going to be fine. That's I've never wanted or needed anything from anybody. Um, So that was a blessing in itself. I'm glad I made that choice. And, you know, again, wellness, well-being, what's really good for you? What's really going to serve your greatest purpose so that you are healthy enough to be in relationships with people, whether it be your family, whether it be a love interest? These things are very important. And so... I'm going to cut into some music at this point because that was really my story. I wanted to give the the quick backstory as to how I got really into massage and how, in retrospect, all of that had to do with my well-being and with even that player's well-being um, and, and, and um, how important it is to follow what's right for you, even if other people don't completely understand it. So we can get into this next tune and um, we'll be right back. All right, I'm back. So I'm going to get right into it. I'm at massage therapy school. I'm in A&P 1, and I'm sitting there. I'm in an AP 2, and I'm sitting there. I'm in myology, and I'm sitting there. And the whole time, my mind is completely blown. Like, yeah, you have to really want to learn science to, to pay attention and to be intrigued by this stuff. But what's more intriguing than learning how the body that you live in 24 hours a day, seven days a week works. And it was in that moment in these classes that I realized education system in general has done all of us a huge disservice. Um, I won't get too political about it, but I'll say that nothing is by accident. So it's not an accident that after your, you know, in your toddler years, your where's your ears? Where's your mouth? Where's your eyes? And then it kind of stops from there because when you get to school, you don't get A and P in first grade. 
And the thing about it is like, while I was studying in Swedish as an adult, I referenced YouTube a lot, right? And so we're not talking about technology. We're talking about how you give information. But I'm using YouTube as an example of how I further got to understand what I was what I was learning. So I'm sitting in class and I'm learning all this stuff for the first time. And it's all very intriguing, but all still very, you know, challenging. And so I need to go review it. I need to go home and I need to study it. So you have four hour classes and, you know, you come home and don't get too comfortable. You got to get, you know, you got you got to keep your mind still sharp. But I start reviewing and I start Googling how you tell children certain things, right? So how do you tell, how, do you, how would you explain the respiratory system to a child? And all these videos popped up about how to explain things to children, whether it be the circulatory system or it be the immune system or how does the heart beat? And so it right there hit me, there's no excuse why a second grader shouldn't know that there's 206 bones in their body or that because they are a second grader, there's their bones are growing a particular way. School's done everyone a disadvantage, period. You should not have to wait till you get to high school to learn about any of this stuff. And then high school is a bit of a joke because they only tell you the things that they really want you to avoid, like reproduction. Like, I think they teach us that because they hope that that means that people won't be having children, right? But that's not the case. I don't I don't know how you'd skip over how the body works straight into reproduction um really backwards. The whole time that we're not learning about ourselves from kindergarten to high school allows um us to keep distance from the awareness of who we are. And again, not to get too political, but it's kind of designed that way. Like if I don't I don't you know, it's sort of like why black history isn't taught in schools. Um, if if I really tell you how powerful you are, you might do something great. Then that means my kids have to compete with you. So it, this world is kind of backwards um, and you have to do a lot to uh, keep your head above the water. But, you know, in general, I said, how do I get this information to people? You know, forget about talking to people about massage and trying to get someone to be convinced to let you touch them because it's going to make them feel better from a medical or from a therapeutic nervous system way. You ha- people have to first get in tune to who they are and what their body parts are and what muscles do and how bones are formed and where blood comes from, you know? How many people really know that blood is made in the bone through erythrocytes and uh, erythropoeian? And I hope I'm pronouncing that correct um, because definitely grammar is in pronunciation in uh, anatomy and physiology is, is something that I continues to practice and, 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 and try to improve on. But think about that. How do I, how do I graduate from someplace and try to start a business if most of the population won't even listen or, or try to get a massage or think it's a luxury, um, Simply because they just don't realize it, you know, how many people don't realize how subtle their intuition is and that that comes from your gut and that, um, ladies and gentlemen, if you have um, butterflies in your stomach and you're dating someone, how that's actually a warning sign. That doesn't mean that that person is for you. You later find that out as you go through the relationship. Right. But what if you knew that already? What if you knew that already? So. 
I, that's where the podcast comes from. That's where this is all about. Having an open dialogue and having an open discussion in general just about like who we are and where we are and what this is and how to better take care of ourselves and how that really starts in the mind and how powerful our mind is and how that those those neurons that are clicking in our brains and the thoughts that we have and the feelings that we have, they're all carrier vibration. And you can literally um, uh, think yourself into a sickness, um, pathology, something that we get later on as you've completed all the other prerequisites. Um, pathology is the study of disease. Every disease starts with stress. Every single disease. It doesn't matter what disease it is. It begins with stress. It begins with a dis-ease in your body. Um, And that's usually formed by stress. And stress is something that is so, so subtle for a lot of us. Especially if you live in a big city like New York where everything is go, 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 go. Everything is go, 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 go. So when do you have time to really process like how you feel? Um, and there's layers to this because you're talking about maybe generational sickness, right? Oh, diabetes runs in my family. I'm sure everyone's seen that meme on IG. No, diabetes doesn't run in your family. Nobody in your family runs. Um, the idea of fitness, you know, people going to the gym and, and these things. Capitalism has kind of made all those things ultra sexy and high end when in reality it's very basic. Like, um, you getting out of the bed in the morning. There's certain things that you really should do before you just jump out of the bed. You know, um, there's some yoga poses that positions that you can do that'll loosen up your hips and your spine and your shoulders and your neck and your feet and your ankles that you can do before you hit the floor to use the bathroom. Or you got to go to the bathroom real quick and come back and you do these things. Slowing down and paying attention is the key to this. Um, and no, everyone is not going to want to really sit through um, listening to someone give a lecture on the cellular, cellular respiration. But imagine if you really did understand what glucose does to your body and how protein is used in the body and how um, you can like meat. And some blood types actually need meat, blood type O, to be, uh, to be precise, but for the most part, you're feeding your cells when you eat, right? But how, much, how many of us don't know that? We don't know that because we weren't taught that. So, you know, I, I, again, this is just the beginning of what a lot of these episodes are going to be about. And like I said, I'm going to have guests on and just people talking about the various processes of, of coming to their wellness. And it will be very unorthodox because, again, even I wouldn't want to sit through listening to someone be scientific about this. There's a very, very direct correlation between... Um, how we live our lives, what we think about, and, and sort of the things that we see in reality. Um, and a lot of that is science, you know. Um, our reality is a bit of a, of a hallucinogen, you know. You learn that in neurology. So there's a lot of things that I want to touch because I feel like the more people, the more the people understand that how they feel, um, what their emotions are, that they're all tied and that they're all significant and that they're all important. You know, a lot of people um, have buried traumas. There's things that have gone in their life that they've buried so deep that that has made them react to people in very situations in ways that maybe they really don't want to react to. Um, so I think we're at a time now where people need to 
embrace, you know, um, Aaron's politics. So I, I'm not going to keep saying I don't want to get political. I'm going to say what I guess needs to be said. And it's going to be very unpopular for a lot of listeners. But I, I do want to say that for where we are right now, 2019, in terms of mental health issues, overall wellness of our society, starting with nature, how we treat the planet, um, is a direct reflection on there's a big change and a shift that's happening. And I personally feel like the president that we have right now is, I'm going to say it with no hesitation, he's the best thing for this country, for the world. And that's not the way you probably think, because I'm not speaking of his moments of ignorance and his lack of filtering. That's a whole nother topic. I'm speaking to the fact that he's making everyone uncomfortable. And we're all mirrors of each other. And so whether you support him or whether you don't support him, the fact remains is you have no choice but to look at the way he conducts himself. And you have no choice if you're keeping it real with yourself to either see some similarities or see, see things that spark a change in yourself. Um, he's making a lot of people who are comfortable uncomfortable. And that's in part of why he's actually here. Like, again, I encourage you guys to, to email as well. Whose podcast is this at gmail.com? Because I would love feedback. Um, but I, I mean when I say, I don't have to have voted for him. I don't have to have go to any rallies. I have a certain level of experience in business. I have a certain level of education, both book-wise and experience-wise, right? And so I also was raised a particular way. I was raised by a lot of educators as well. So there's a lot of reading in my house. Um, and I just have a different perspective on, on life in general. Every, a, a lot of times we get too caught up in right and wrong. And um, studying stuff like shiatsu, which is a, an, another massage modality, and we're going to get into massage again, like I said, further episodes. We're going to get into modalities. We're going to get into the importance of massage and the benefits of massage. But studying Chinese medicine, Eastern medicine, has been very, very awesome because it just helps you understand, like, people get crazy over things that are not really that big of a deal when you get down to the whys. And so, again, whether you like him or you, or you don't like him, the fact remains is he has changed the way you perceive things. And we're here to help each other. Like, I feel like too many people get comfortable with wanting to be around people they like so much. You're not going to always learn something from someone you like so much. You're going to learn probably the most from people that you feel like you have nothing in common with. Because, again, if you're open-minded with, and, and truthful with yourself, you're going to recognize that you can learn something from just about everybody. Um, and it does not mean that you have to support them to learn from them. You know, So there's a lot of things that's in general that go with wellness and well-being Um because it all deals with perspective that can lead to a very healthy life for everybody. Um, he's where he's at for his reasons in terms of how he got there and what the future holds for all of us and how we, we perceive with our lives, believe it or not, start with self. So I don't hate anyone. And um, 
part of that is because I feel like I can learn from anyone. There are people, obviously, that I, I may like more than others, but it's still a very healthy place to be. We'll go into this next tune. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. We're back, we're back, we're back. I'm always saying we're back because I'm always going to speak as if Darlene is just, you know, out for the day. <laughs> um, but, you know, to, to, to just wrap up this episode, I just wanted to really come in and give a basis for, you know, really why Darlene and I started the started the podcast and really what's really to come with this podcast so that um, we continue to have this dialogue because again, mental health, wellness, well-being is very important. Can't be, it's, it, I would can't stress this enough in, in our day and time right now, it's probably uh, the most important thing. Um, and I want to leave everybody off with something on Friday going into the holiday for Labor Day is um, try to be more kind to yourself. Um, we're going to do an exercise. Be kind to yourself. Do three kind things for yourself today over the weekend. Start to develop and practice being kind to yourself, okay? And um, everything will trickle from there. So thank you guys again for tuning in. Thank you those who who've subscribed. Um, hit the subscribe button if you haven't. Email us at whosepodcastisthis at gmail.com. We want to know your feedback. I want to know your feedback. Um, again, thanks for your support. And we'll see you next week.